on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. That was the very first thing I thought of when you said, I love this person. How would I treat them? Yeah. The enemy just popped on my little shoulder and said, but they don't love you. Yeah. They don't love you. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You don't yeah. need to treat uh-huh. them. Right. You don't need to treat them with the with Christ's love because they don't love you. Right. And that is that is straight out of the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast, brought to you by our friends at Concurrently, the News Coach Podcast. My name is Carol, and I'm Kelly. My name's Trisha. So glad that you have joined us today. Emotions versus the truth. Which one do you listen to when they holler at you? <laughs> That's why we're getting emotions, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to dive into that head first today and Yay. talk about some of the times that we've trusted our emotions and they've gotten us into maybe a little bit of trouble. Never. Anyone? Anyone? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I'm a very emotional being and I can get, I can go zero to 60 in like 2.3 seconds. Mm, yeah, me too. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've sent emails that I really wish I had not yeah. sent. Yeah. That I need to dial back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I just went. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah. Emotions Without are so filter. quick. Yes. yes. Right? <laughs> and truth yeah. can be slower. And they feel so justified in the moment. Sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first emotional response you have, you're like, I have a right to express that because I have, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to stand on that right mm-hmm. soapbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the truth is often... <laughs> Yeah. where well, we need to be standing. one of the things i think about too is uh, gary chapman's the five love languages oh, book because yeah. yeah. my number one reason why emotions take over instead of truth in my marriage is because my husband and i have two entirely different love mm. languages mm. and so huh. if i don't um my it becomes my truth that you don't love me right because you haven't asked me how my day was right you yeah. don't love me because you haven't played a board game with me in you know a month you don't yeah. love me, which is not the truth. That is just my emotions getting mm-hmm. in the way of yeah. um, my relationship with my husband because yeah. the emotions take over. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are times where my husband feels exactly the same way. Right. I always think about emotions like a filter. Mm. You know, it's like it's a often a dirty filter. Yeah. <laughs> and so every single thing that happens or that I process goes through that one filter mm. and clouds every experience. It clouds every interaction. Um, if you're having, you know, if you're having a great day and you're having, a, everything feels great. But then if you're having a bad day, yeah. everything just further proves the point that this is a bad day and no one likes you and things aren't going well and you may as well quit. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? It's just, it's, it's a filter. Right. And I think I've got to myself personally, maybe you're with me, have to be aware of that filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I just keep pouring down the same di- dirty right. filter. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a hundred percent. And I, yeah. I remember years ago I heard, um, I went to women of faith. Y'all remember women of faith yeah. uh-huh. years and years ago. So women of faith, Marilyn Meberg was one of the speakers and she said this sentence and I was like, huh, she's right. She said this sentence, emotions don't have brains. And I was like, Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. Like that. Isn't it's that true? I mean, it's so true. And that kind of was a beginning. I won't, I mean, I'm not there yet, but I will say that that was kind of the beginning of a shift for me in my uh, filter changing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because emotions don't have brains. You know, we don't take the time to think. We just follow that emotion quickly and we act on it and then we feel really bad about what's yes. happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I can look back over my life and think, you know, when I was married, as a parent, in my work relationships, in my friendships, I can think of 
numerous times where I've answered or responded with emotion, and I wish I could go back. I wish mm-hmm. I could take that all back. I wish I could, you know, and you, I, I'm a professional apologizer, so I that's just... That's good. Yeah, that is a good quality. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you apologize yes. for stuff that's really not your fault, and yeah. that's not always good. It's a different but, story. But, you know... I can think of so many situations where I thought that I was justified in feeling that emotion and because it came, it bubbled to the top. That was exactly where I went with it, you know. So I just think that maybe over time, if you'll think of that, that emotions don't have brains and you don't have the ability to fully think through because you're not thinking about the other person either. Right. What emotion do you girls have that takes over faster than any other emotion? Which emotion is it that clouds truth for you? Self-loathing. Oh, okay. Like, I beat myself up like crazy. Mm -hmm. It is not when I'm in front of people, but the minute I am by myself, I think, you should have done this, you should have said this. Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do this? Oh, yeah. I will beat myself to a bloody pulp. Um. That's that's probably what I struggle with, and then it turns the corner and set and 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 um, kind of strikes at my identity. Mm-hmm. So I would say self-loathing, and then it turns into an identity thing. You're no good. You mm-hmm. nobody likes you. Yeah. All those things are kind of the second emotion that kind of bubbles to the top for me. Becomes a spiral. Yeah, spiral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's bad. I would say my knee jerk, if I had to choose one, is anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the first thing. Like I've been shorted or you know so I've been insulted or I've been rejected Mm. or I've been hurt or I've been ignored you know and I hate 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 to admit that because I know what that is it's just pride Mm -hmm. I Mm. deserve more and that is the first like fleshly thing that pops up like a sneeze but if I will do and I want to tell you I heard somebody talk about this one time a 10-minute rule if you give yourself 10 minutes before responding, hmm. you will save yourself a whole lot of problems. Yesterday, I had an experience with this. I had something happen. I got mad. It didn't work the way I was. it was supposed to. I deserve better than this. So what did I do? I, I reacted and I, and I told somebody about it in a way that I would not have done if I had taken the 10-minute rule to heart and just stopped allowed 10 minutes to breathe and think about what else might be going on, about what the other person may have been experiencing, just 10 minutes before responding uh, can really help. Mm. And I'm, I feel bad about this because it happened literally yesterday. Yeah. I got mad. But so anger is the first thing that just pops into my thing, and I, and I hate it because I know it's like a pride thing. So, yeah. but, uh, but 10 minutes and a little prayer, and I can make a much better decision. Yeah. yeah. Anger's mine, too. That's the, the thing. When I find myself just getting, re- I mean, my eyeballs turn red. <laughs> I, I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> just for Could me. Could you like that for us real quick? Yeah. My face is hot. I mean, my... Yeah. My husband has this like mark on his forehead when yeah. he gets angry that oh. it turns this bright red. I think that's like what happens in my wow. like in my face, in my eyes. I yeah. can't see my own face when I get angry, but um yeah, for me definitely anger and that's one of the things that God has worked on in my life mm. a lot over the last even year. Yeah. I mean just and I don't know what it is. I don't know um 
I mean, I, it's just God. It's just the work of the Holy Spirit, really, that is that is dampening my anger. I'm going through a specific situation that you you girls know all about um, right now, and I could be super angry. I could yeah. have gone immediately to anger, uh-huh. and um, I didn't go there. Taken an action that would would have been yeah right, right. final in some ways. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, Any very yeah, yeah, very um, very angry. But it's the Lord has kept me from that. And it's such a gift. It's such a gift for um, me to not struggle, at least in this circumstance with um, the anger. But that has definitely been my, over the years, my hot button. Somebody makes me angry and I go, who the heck do you think you are? And it just becomes this, I'm the queen of the world. I deserve more. I deserve more. How dare you do that to me? And you know, we would never say that to someone else. Wait a minute. I deserve better. But it is, it is something that is, it's just like that flesh part of us yeah. inside of us. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I have said those things though. I mean, I have, especially to my husband. I mean, that like, so that trigger, yeah. I get yeah. that whatever yeah, it is, I'm triggered and there's a, I'm close enough to him. I yeah. am safe enough. And it's the absolute wrong. It's sinful. It's the, not the right thing to do, but I have exploded. So let's, let's build a, a little bit of an, a strategy Mm-hmm. And helping yourself to stop and telling the difference between truth and emotion. Um, as our resident psychologist, <laughs> would you help us with that, Tricia? Because I think more than anything, you've helped me be aware of Awareness. Okay. how I'm feeling. Good. Yeah. Well, that's a that's number one key. Yeah. Carol no, and yeah. Kelly, it's it's number one key is to be aware. Mm. Aware of where you are first. And aware of where you want to go, mm. and aware if you if you are not aware that you are, let's use those the acronym of HALT: hungry, angry, lonely, mm. or tired. Th- those are four trigger points. If you are one of those four, and you you need to know it, mm. you need to be aware of where you are. Is this a day where you um, feel like you started off in a really good place, or is this a day that you were running late, or someone frustrated you, or traffic, or whatever, and it's already put you in the wrong place? You need to be aware of that. Um, that is number one. Number two, I think, is time. Time. That 10-minute rule yeah. is so important. When we react right away, we're not giving ourselves a chance to, to be strategic. We're just reacting. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, for me, when I react without reflecting, I'm going to make a bad choice. Mm. So awareness first. Second is give yourself some time. Mm-hmm. Don't send the email yet. Don't tell the person yet. Don't make the phone call. Just give yourself some time. Even if you have to hide under the desk in your cubicle. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> Do it. Take yeah. the time that you need. And then I, I'm thinking, and I want to get your all's thoughts on this too, but for me to transition from being led by, by emotions to being led by truth, it takes a redirection of my mind. And just like this cup of water, if I don't like what's in this water, this cup here, I dump it out, the bad stuff, and I fill it up with what I want to be in there. And Mm. it's the same exact thing. If you don't like what's going on in your mind, dump it out. Get rid of those thoughts and replace them with truth. Where? From God's word. Yeah. That's where we get the truth. Yeah. Yes. Replace it with God's word. I also think um, that sometimes the truth is going to come from the other person that you might have had the 
um, interaction with, if, mm-hmm. if it is related to another person, mm-hmm. um, that's where the emotion is going to that other person and finding out more information from them mm-hmm. about why this situation happened or what's going on, finding out what truth really is instead of mar- misinterpreting their words or their actions mm-hmm. or um, the circumstances Find out truth from them as well. But you can't do that. Or I don't know. Can you do that right away? I can't do that right away. Um, I would say the other thing about it would be to consider um, how that will be perceived or how it will affect the other person. Mm. Um, because I think for me, at least, I get so focused on me that I don't mm-hmm. consider other things. Yeah. So I think part of that awareness for me, at least, is to consider if there is another person or to consider what it is about that. And, and with what you said, if it's, if it's in a relational thing, a, a relationship with another person, ask more questions yeah. instead of getting defensive. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, I, I had a situation and, and um, I felt very um, offended, I guess. Yeah. Offended. And, and um, a coach of mine said, why don't you just become curious? Instead of being offended, just become curious. Ask you know, more questions about what it is that the subject matter is about. Tell me more about that. You know, ask good questions. Digging into that, yeah. the difference between curious and what you were doing is taking yourself out of the equation. Like yeah. you said, it's the, the I'm hurt part. Right. Curiosity is an intellectual interest in figuring mm-hmm. out something. Right. Mm-hmm. Offended is I'm hurt and I need to be fixed. Right. Right. And it is so hard to walk into a conversation oh, yeah. and just be curious. Yes, walk right. in and not immediately try to defend yes. yourself, yourself, defend your emotions, defend your whatever, the place yeah. I've, the Position. line I've drawn in the sand. Yeah. Um, but that, I love that. Be curious. Be yeah. curious. Yep. I've got a, a hard question. Okay. <laughs> this comes from the Bible study I've been doing, and I'm not doing this thing perfectly at all, but I'm just going to share with you because it's topical. It's on the top of my mind. I'm doing Experiencing God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, he put forth, or the, the writer of the devotion put forth this question. Can you shift from how does this affect me to how does this affect the kingdom of God? Big yeah. shift. Yeah. Two different wow. questions, but a big shift. And it, I think it goes to the curiosity on, on, on one level. It's removing yourself from it just enough to see how God may be at work. Yeah. God may be at work in the interactions mm. between you and any of these other people that we're talking about. God may be, he is at work yeah, in all those things. So shifting from how does this affect me to how does this affect the kingdom of God? A similar question to that. We did some communication training here and... Uh, we were asked to consider how would I respond if I really loved this person? You remember that? Yes, yes, yes that uh-huh. was powerful. Right. Yeah. Yep. How would I respond if I really loved this person? Like, okay. And and then you start an argument and say, Well, I really do love them. Okay, then that needs to change how you would respond to them. Or Or even if you don't. <laughs> or even if you don't love them, but still, how would mm-hmm. it change if you really love them? Mm-hmm. And Christ calls us to love one another. Mm-hmm. And so Maybe that's a point of contention and something in you that you, again, need to take before the Lord and say, help, help me here because I can't do this on my own. So And shut down the enemy mm-hmm. and his voices yeah. into your ear. You know, that, yeah. that was the very first thing I thought of when you said, I love this person. How would I treat them? Yeah. The enemy just popped on my little shoulder and said, but they don't love you. Yeah. They don't love you. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You don't yeah. need to treat uh-huh. them. Right. You don't need to treat them with the with Christ's love because they don't love you. Right. They would never have done this thing to you if they loved you. Right. And that is that is straight out of the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. 
That mm-hmm. is not of God. God says, go and love. Yes. Love first. Love first. Love first. Love extravagantly. Lo- love extravagantly. That, yeah. I've had to do real work on that um, over the past few months. And it's really confront the thought. Mm. We have a thought. And we, if you're like me, I have a thought. And I think, well, that's the truth. Yeah. But when you confront the thought and you ask, is this obedient to Christ? Is mm-hmm. this a true thought? When you, when you take the step, then you can do those things. And I've had to learn to, like, literally, I have pieces of paper in my house that say, is that thought obedient to Christ? Yeah. Confront the thought. Don't mm-hmm. just assume that that thought is true. Yeah. Yeah. First Corinthians ten thirteen, the verse for that, you know, take every thought captive, make it obedient to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, and think on and, things that are lovely and true right. and pure and righteous. And right. Loving. And, I, you know, we've been studying together as a staff during our devotion time about how nobody drifts toward godliness. This is another one of those things. You aren't just going to drift towards truth. You have got to be intentional about planning that truth in your heart, planning that truth in your mind. So when those times come, because they will come, let's all be honest. I mean, there are going to be plenty of situations this week where your emotions are going to uh, want to sit in the driver's seat. And you have got to be intentional about making sure when those times come that you are prepared, right? Because as our friend J.D. Greer says, this is not a playground, it's a battleground. And uh, the battle for your mind, the battle for your emotions is real. And we need to make sure we know the truth, right? Anything else you'd like to add to the discussion today? I'd like to add one more thing. May the 4th is coming up. We want you to save that date. May the 4th be with you. I was waiting for someone to say that. Good girl. Kelly wants to get pink and orange lightsabers for that night. We can neither confirm or deny that that will happen. But May the 4th, what in the world are we talking about? Girl Talk Live returns May the 4th. We're going to be in Marion, North Carolina at Nebo Crossing. Uh, All the information that you need. Um, you can find by going to the Girl Talk um, Girlfriends page. If you're a girlfriend, you can find it there. It's also on the Girl Talk public page. All the details, everything you need to know, how to get tickets, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. We won't tell you what to wear because you just be comfortable and come because we're going to mm-hmm. laugh a pink lot. Pink and orange. Yeah. yeah, orange or pink. Yeah. yeah. Pajamas are fine. Yes. We, Amen. <laughs> can we wear orange? Yes. We I mean, might. I don't see yeah. why not. Okay. Can we get pink either. and orange pajamas? That would be fun. Like, Let's check it. boxes. Yeah. Let's try that. We're, you you just have to show up that <laughs> night just to see because there is no telling with this crowd. We're going to have some fun. We're going to record a live podcast. We'll have worship. We'll have a message for you, and we want you to be there so we can hug your neck in person and thank you for listening. So mark your calendar, May the 4th. Find all the details on the Facebook page, the Girlfriends Group, or our website as well. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. Brought to you by Concurrently, the News Coach podcast. <laughs>